Have you always wanted to start your own business? Do you have an innovative idea or an invention, but just don't know how to turn it into a company? Are you already in business and need some help growing? The BRF's Entrepreneurial Accelerator Program can help. At EAP, we work alongside you, helping you with things like financial modeling, funding strategy, pitch preparation, and marketing strategy. So what are you waiting for? Go to EAPLA.com today and set up a time to talk with our team. Let EAP help you launch or grow your business in North Louisiana today. Well, welcome back to On the Cusp. Back with me for this episode is my co-host, Matt Snyder. I'm really excited today because I got Blake Jackson, okay, and... It's not one business, it's everything. And Matt and I, you know, we're always on the culture versus the jobs, but you're the guy that spans all of it, okay? <laughs> Trying to at least. Trying to yeah. anyway. Well, tell us about Blake Jackson. So I went to school for foreign policy, which obviously food and foreign policy, you know, yes. basically the same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, I, I worked for the U.S. Senate for a few years, and I, I, I burned out right, at, you know, out of college. It was obviously it's a very uh, it's a very unique world in, in, in politics. Work for the Senate, and when I left that, and moved back home, I uh, landed at Maxwell's Market. Uh, you know, a friend of mine was managing. I knew Ross, so I did that for a while. Kind of built up my culinary school skills again, and then in 2011, I started Drake Catering. Uh, and after that, I mean, it was a series of different hospitality and That's food right. You've businesses. started it all, okay, Correct. right yeah. here in Shreveport. So you're the guy when we go, you can start a business in Shreveport. You can be successful in Shreveport. Tell Abs us about that. Absolutely. I, I think you've got to understand that, first of all, being from here, I knew my network was here, right? And that was a good start. And that was a good place to start. But there's a ton of opportunity out there in Shreveport for someone who has creative abilities, but that also has a drive to start business and be in business. And I think that uh, coupled with, you know, affordable rent being one of them. I mean, we have some, you know, we have some places that we can really have awesome storefronts and it's not going to be these 40, $50 a square foot annual, mm -hmm. like you get in rent in some of these bigger cities. And so you've got this, you got an affordability factor there. And you also have a community that really understands like Small town folks, hometown folks really going after it and, and how they support that. It's not, they can put a face to it and it's real. Yeah, and it's interesting because Shreveport is just big enough that I think they, if you can serve them up what other cities are doing in a Shreveport with that Shreveporter mentality, no doubt. you can hit home runs. And I could name a humongous list of people that, that do that. And I think like, what our generation of business owners has done, and you're a huge part of it, is go out, travel with your wife, right. travel with your kids, see things, and say, hey, we can have that. And when I think of like Key Mexico sure. and you and tons of people that I, Gabe, yeah. that travel the world yeah. and say, it used to be, I know my parents' generation, a lot of them, I heard a lot of, well, you can't do that in Shreveport. Right. You know, and I don't hear that as much. And, and I Absolutely think that's exciting. Not. And I mean, you're definitely one man. You've had tons of conversations like <laughs> that over so the not. years. But. And, and look, I mean, I asked when we opened Whisk, I mean, Whisk was based on French pastry and late night plated desserts. Now, 
that is about as, as <laughs> niche of a thing as you can get, right? I mean, and yeah. while, yes, we had to make changes over the years, the at its core, we were delivering scratch-made elevated goods with imported chocolates and those types of things that that you weren't seeing in the market. And there was definitely, and still is, a market for that here in Shreveport. There are people that have traveled as well, and there's people that want to that live here that just want to try new things. And yep. there's no way that I can say that this isn't a good market to test out a vision for something that may not already be here, because it is. It's fun for me, and it's very helpful in actually getting these things to happen when I find other people that get the vision and can add to it and whatnot. And you're definitely one of those, and you've worked with tons of different people. You're a very good collaborator. I think one of the coolest things that I've picked up that we weren't necessarily doing 10 years ago is that a culinary community, it is 100% rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, that is so true, especially in food. And I always, you know, starting out, look at other cities and they'd be like, hey, this chef's one night only at this restaurant. They're doing a collab. They're doing something fun. And I will say like that was something that I made part of my mission early on. Uh, 2013, 2014, I was doing dinners at other restaurants. And uh, I remember, you know, that was kind of really coming in on the beer wave when a lot of craft beer was right. in the area. Uh, I did one at Rotolo's. I mean, I got to make some customized like gourmet yeah, pizzas yeah, yeah. and calzones yeah. and wings. Uh, at Rotolo's as we did a beer pairing and that kind of stuff really picked up more and more traction and one thing that you and I always talked about and we finally got to do was the cat with the Catahoula wine mixer was doing that dinner the dinner is Friday night dinner it is so special because we have eight chefs eight courses and eight wines and that's that's great everybody brings their own thing to the table but what's awesome is when it comes time to plate every chef helps every other chef get every dish out. And I think for people to see that and see all of us working together, all these chefs, they know. Those guys are having as much fun as the people coming. It's a blast. It's well, it because truly like builds a work, community. Yeah, you're working together, yeah. you're doing right. your art. Absolutely. You know, I love people that are able to turn their art into their money You know, I, I struggle endeavor. with, a lot of people come, you know, come to us and they say, oh, it's just too hard to get something done in Shreveport. And I disagree. Okay, I think if you communicate well, talk to the right people, you can get just about anything you want done pretty quick. You've just got to go out and start asking. Everybody yeah. is is afraid to go out and well, ask. Oh, that's my competition. No, not I'm really. A, I'm a, I'm gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't think it is that way. I think it is hard if you in a, in a lot of ways if you go ask. The, the beauty of guys that we bring in this room and Blake and me is we just go do. Because if you look at the biggest struggles that I hear from the business community, it is a lot of the getting permission, asking, jumping through the hoops. For sure. The things that I, I think makes us good entrepreneurs and the people we have in this room is usually the start of that story is – I jumped out there and I started doing it and the ball was rolling so and you fast learned as you went, stop. And you learn as you yeah. go, okay? The, I, I think the problem is a lot of people see it as obstacles. These are Everybody's throwing all these obstacles yeah. in my way. Well, when you're an entrepreneur and a business person, there are no obstacles. 
right? <laughs> you must be able to breach each one of those yes. as they hit you. I wish I knew every, when someone comes into EAP, I wish I had a checklist of every obstacle I knew they were gonna face, but every I don't. Every single yeah. one of my ideas and businesses have, have worked this way, and we'll see, Blake, if you agree. The ones that I have gone to a large amount of people and authorities and what and asked, can I do this? Most of those have never happened. The ones I just dropped Fair. the gauntlet on and started rolling, I think every one has happened. Well, we'll look. And bottom line in any entrepreneurial world, like it's grit. It all comes down to your determination. Like how mm. determined are you to really do it? How much do you really believe yeah. in doing it? Now, to your credit, one thing I think that you were you were going towards is that we do have a community that's willing to talk about their experiences with new people. I mean, I know that for yeah. myself, like I talk to a lot of young up and comers in, in food that they might eventually be some sort of competition of, of what you know I might be involved in. And I understand that, but it's still important to have that competition. That's what drives us, you know? I mean, yeah, like, yes. I, I think that's important. We need to see more competition. And I think that, you know, one thing, uh, I recently spoke to a, uh, to a class at Northwestern, on uh, a hospitality class. And one thing that I, I caught myself saying is that if you are doing it right and you're successful, you're gonna have competition. Guaranteed. You should. Yeah. Because if, if you don't have any competition, then you may not be as successful as you think. That's correct. You know? I Absolutely. mean, that's that's really one of those things. I, like, I, I kind of chuckle every time somebody comes in to EAP and they say, oh, there's no competition in this space. Really? <laughs> you think so? No. Well, okay. it's either a bad idea yeah. or there will be. <laughs> yeah. If, or if, there if you make a dollar, okay, yeah. there's going to be competition because yeah. somebody else wants to compete for, sure. for that, that dollar. But you, you've done it here in Shreveport. You've done it in multiple perspectives, okay, different industries, okay. Is there anything that if you had to say, hey, we got to get better at this one thing, from a, from a community standpoint. Is there any one thing you'd say, hey guys, we gotta figure out a way to do this better? Well, I, I will say that on the front of our community, it's that we, we do like new and shiny here in Shreveport, right? And so yeah, it's, easy, it's easy to, to lose attention of the audience. And I'm not saying that, that you know every restaurant's doing a great job of marketing themselves either, but at the same time, it's just a matter of, hey, Keep yourself in the conversation. And that's something that, that the entrepreneur needs to do. You've got to keep yourself in that conversation to make sure that we're grabbing the attention because sometimes we get distracted real easy as a, as a community. And, yeah. and there might be someone starting up. They're doing a good job, but four months, five months in, it's like, oh, man, like these guys are, they're, they're, they're already, they're already Everybody gets busy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets bogged down in the day-to-day. But the companies that stay making the effort to be at the events like Catahoula or, mm -hmm. or Holy Angels Taste, like just talking food company events, those are the ones that stay relevant over a long period of time, in my opinion. The people that just get down and we're just grinding in here. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge believer in you're growing or you're dying. And like, you know, some people are like, I'm just holding here. I'm like, hey, hold, you don't hold there for yeah. long. That, that's going to tilt one way or the well, other. What you're soon. saying, though, all that goes back to you got to stay involved in the community. Right. right. I mean, right. that's that is how, you know, one thing that I will always 
remember and look up to is that, you know, uh, with Grant and Andrew and, and everything they've done with Rhino and Jacqueline's Twisted Root Cuban, they have always been involved in so many aspects yes, of the community. Right. And that is what keeps them on the forefront of people's minds. And that's yeah. the thing is like you, while you're busy running your day to day, you can't forget that you are part of a bigger whole. And I'm, I, I do that all the time. Okay. When I'm doing an event or something like that, I'm always looking at, okay, well, who's next? Who have we not used? Who's out there in the community? I mean, we've used you before, yeah. you know, then that who's doing things. Let's give, let's make sure they're part of what we're doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause you need Shreveport. That's another strength of Shreveport in Shreveport. You need word of mouth. Mm -hmm. You need people knowing who EAP is. You yeah. need people knowing what we're working on. Because when that's not there in this community, you you see you struggle. suffering. You or struggle. when the word of mouth turns on you and, and the mm -hmm. narrative is, is not, you know, as good as you'd like. Right. I mean, that is a hard thing to beat. I work with clients all the time where the narrative's gotten away from them a little bit. And that is a very hard struggle to bring back sure. in Streetport. Sure. Where I think in Dallas or a big market, there's so many people that like, hey, screw them. Like, yeah. they can say what they want to. We got two million more, we'll go just fish for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Know? We don't have that luxury. We say it all the time. Shreveport is the smallest big town you're going to be ever be. There is be no in. doubt. There okay? is no doubt about that. You, you, mean, you got to remember that. You okay? talk about a high-end restaurant in Shreveport that's trying to pack people in for $200 dinner mm -hmm. on a Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. That's a lot harder than doing yeah. that in Miami. That's a struggle. You yeah, know? That's like, a struggle. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. what's next for you? Have you, can you share that with us? So I'm, I'm working through that. Uh, um, but a lot of what I'm doing lately is, is really based around taking my experience and working with new folks. I mean, call it consulting for, for lack of a better word, but uh, I've got a couple of local restaurateurs and folks that are breaking into hospitality that I'm working with right now. It's really exciting to see. I love the front end of consulting, like mm -hmm. the back end of fixing problems. That's yes. not as much my yeah. thing, but to be fun. on the front end and get to dream and create with people, work through these numbers, crunch everything down and make sure like, Hey, is this a viable product? Awesome. Now we can get into the fun part, which is I get to do recipe development. I get to work on branding and marketing with them. And that's what, you know, really excites me. I mean, me, Blake so. does so, so many cool <laughs> things. I and mean, Blake was a huge part of developing the menu for Drip Hot Chicken, which is so hot right, right yeah. now. Just I mean, Blake, oh, he's humble. I'll, I'll blow. Well, I, I mean, Blake it. sends me a picture. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can we talk Catahoula? He sends me a picture and he's sitting across the counter from Emerald. I, I, I mean, that, yeah, Blake's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, and look, I think that what's cool is I'm still here based out of Shreveport, but I'm getting to work on some really big projects for large corporations out of New Orleans and out of Dallas. And so I'm getting to still be here, be with my family. And yeah, one or two days out of the month, I'll get to travel with these guys and, and yeah, that's cool. get to see the that's rest really of the country great. and bring, you know, bring what I've learned here to the, to the masses on a much bigger scale. So it's pretty awesome. That is great. Well, yeah. thank you and best of luck. Thanks. Thanks for having well, me. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you.